What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Fubani Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Hey, what up, Ray? Fritz, what's happening, brother? What's going on, my brothers? We're coming to you live from the lion's den. Right Ooh, here. back, yeah. baby. With I'm Ray loving. Ray and the full money, baby. It's yeah. good looking at Fritz, y'all. You're some good looking brothers, you know? Uh, don't lie on don't lie on the air. These people, we got a face for radio. You know ah. Man, you know, you know, last week when we first walked back into the lion's den after being there so long, it felt like it got smaller. No. It did, but that might have just been John bouncing into everything. Oh, I knew this shit was coming. Here we go. I knew this shit was coming. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh huh. You better redneckinize my foot in your ass in about five seconds. Oh, he was acting like the Maynard, knocking the TV off the wall. The Maynard ain't even here. I don't like this chair. Maynard's not here. Maynard's not here. Oh man. I've been, been good, brother. I've been real good. I'm back in the saddle, feeling real good to be back here in the lion's den with my boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right back in the lion's den, right here. Well, I got some stats. Ooh. Oh, do you? Wow. I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stat on that. That's, yeah. Take that as a stat. <laughs> yeah. Well, those I are beat, better stats we've got from the mayor in a I while. Beat, saying that. <laughs> I beat the COVID, baby. Woo. We're back from the COVID. Man, we're Woo-hoo. glad. We are glad both of y'all made it back. Yeah, man. Amen to that. Loving it. Loving being back here. And, you know, the one That's thing that I missed. purpose in life. Oh, yeah. One thing I missed the most is just being here with you bros and spending this time together and, you know, putting out there what, you know, what we've been given to put on our hearts to put out there for men, you know? Oh, yeah. And we've missed our uh, listening audience, our brothers out there that depend on us. And we're sorry we had to take a little break with the, you know, the producer. Yeah. What are we going to do about them, you know? But, uh, yeah, you can't, can't get good you help. You can't keep them down, baby. Can't nah, keep them down. That's right. Man, I you got know, porpoise in my life. I remember, I remember when I called you up and you were, you know, you just getting a little, little laughing on the breath there. And I'm like, hey, Frenchie, how you doing? But you go, I'm doing right, brother. I'm doing right. Ain't going to keep me down. Damn right, I ain't going to keep you down, Fritzy. We're going to beat this thing, brother. We're going to beat it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I felt like I was playing for Penn State, man, and I was getting the talk. But you know what, brother? Second half, baby. Yeah, baby, love you, man. Love you. My rally cap on. That was awesome. That is awesome. You know what I missed the most? Telling you guys all the good shit that I've been doing around here. Oh, shit. <laughs> here we go. The good shit you've been doing. Is that your humanitarian crap? Oh, man. Oh, I ain't got nothing to report. I just want to say it. Dude, you're going like two weeks down a row. You ain't got nada, bro. Uh, so don't be blaming it on the vid either. Oh, uh, no, no. I've been, luckily, I've, I've stayed healthy, knock on wood. Thank God. I'm, you know, been kicking and still doing all right. There you go. Well, he's over here busting my chops, right? poor swine. And what he's not telling everybody is he's on the old paleo now because he put on a little spare tire for a little while. Oh, right? nice. Yeah, he was keto. over the house talking about how he fattened up over the last few months. Keto. 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 Oh, he's keto. Oh, keto. Keto. No paleo. Keto. Oh. Well, yeah. I know some, some chick, chick on, on keto. keto. Yeah. That's right. Why do you think I chose keto, man? Yeah. Loyalties. Loyalties. Man, you, you stay loyal to the family. And there I you tell go. you what, you can make some good stuff on keto that everybody will eat. 
I mean, it's you really can. Oh, it, it's not hard. It's, it, my wife, her biggest thing was like, we're not going to have to make you dinner and then have to make the girls dinner and then have to make me dinner. I'm like, no, baby, there's stuff. I mean, you've seen some chick on keto. You've seen what, what she's doing. Yeah, she does. There's, she there's do stuff it. that everybody can eat. Oh, yeah. There's so many good YouTube channels out there to get recipes. Yeah. No, yeah. without a doubt. So, yeah, that's what that's that's one reason we chose keto is because it, it's easy enough to do. The food's still good. And it's not it's not like a huge change. I mean, you're cutting out sugar and carbs. That's it. You know, there's, there's one thing that doesn't, nothing pisses me off more than a skinny guy going on keto. <laughs> ah, talking about, I got to lose weight. What? What oh, weight? Man. Well, you got no ass. I hey. mean, what, what, what are you talking about? Don't hate the player, hate the game. I mean, the Come only on. weight you're carrying around is all that bullshit on your boots. <laughs> that one's on my shoulders? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bro, you got skid marks on your forehead. Oh. Like I said, don't God, I've missed you guys. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, like, I really, really, I really, really do. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. You know what? Really, up. really do, man. Oh, I get I to mean, get my man on around you guys. You talking know? about listening to Ray and all his BS. You love. I we spent, need to get that button back online. I spent fifteen days in isolation, man. I'm glad to see you, dudes. Yeah, man, it must have been bad. Yeah, Woo. it was. He's happy I, to see us. I can't even stand looking at myself that long. You know what I mean, <laughs> I was upstairs by myself and I you will stayed look away at, from uh, mirrors because I didn't even like looking at myself. You will look at yourself in many ways. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Get dealt with. So, so uh, we need to pull out the old, the old bullshit button again. Oh, yeah. Because Ray's a, moving his mouth so you know there's nothing but trash coming out of it. Ah, well, I'm going to find it. Yeah, we what don't want to lose out on that. What is that? How, how do you know when a politician's lying? Moving his mouth? Yeah. Yeah, boy. And that don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter who they are. So this week, we're actually getting into a pretty serious topic. And I know some of the guys out there are going to think we're overzealous about it or that we're trying to blow it out of proportion. But this, this truly is a serious topic because it affects so many aspects of our life. And that is watchers on the sideline. You cannot be a watcher on the sideline. We are in a battle. Well, the, oh. the, the bottom line is the guys that don't get it are the ones that are standing around watching. Yeah. I mean, if you're engaged in a battle every day of your life and you know that you're got a fight on your hands, you you know what we're talking about is real. Right. And and the the reality of it is is that so many men over there out there don't realize that the battle isn't what's going on externally. It's what we deal with internally. Exactly. And that battle rages from the minute we wake up in the morning to the minute we close our eyes. Hell, it even happens when we're dreaming and sleeping. So it, oh, it's yeah. constant. Yeah. And too many men out there right now in our culture and our society today are doing nothing but a bunch of watches on the sidelines. We've come into these these uh, armchair quarterbacks, these you know these, these you know backyard grill masters and everything else. You know, everybody's an expert from afar, but nobody wants to get engaged. Yep. And what what you got to realize is life in general is full of battles. And like you said, it starts from, it, 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 it's happening while you're asleep. It's, it starts as soon as you wake up. You know, are you going to go to work? Or are you not going to go to work? Are you going to keep your job? Yeah. Or are you not going to keep your job? Yeah. Are you going to confront your wife on something that you've done wrong? Or are that, you going to man up and admit something that you did wrong? Exactly. And are then, you going to have that conversation with your teenage daughter or your son? Are you going to get involved in other, you know, their school? You're going to, you know, all these different things that, it's a battle because let's be honest, we're fighting ourselves because we really don't want to deal with it. Am I going to look at that porn site? Ooh. Am I going to buy that pack of cigarettes? Oh, yeah. Am I going to, you know, so on and so forth. There's a, 
Don't they're, be dogging on beer because we we have a couple of beers in here every once in a while. Yeah, yeah Corona, yeah. you know, but no, you know, moderately, you know, moderately. But but you know what I'm talking about. Okay, you've got you've got five dollars to your name. The the power bills do. Are you going to buy a case of beer and a pack of cigarettes, or are you going to pay the power bill? It's a battle. I mean, addiction is a battle. Period. No matter. Refer what. back to episode sixty three. What kind of guy are you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Not only that, I mean, selfishness is a battle. Yeah. That's where the battle comes in. I mean, you're fighting with... Said a mouthful there, Johnny. You're fighting with me. You know, what does John want? Screw everybody else. What do oh, I yeah. want? And what do I deserve? I think society I today, though, instills that. You oh, know, take care of number one, baby. Yep. Right, exactly. And whatever makes you feel good. What's yeah. that old thing they used to do they would stoke the fire with? What are the... Um, bellows? Or what are, yeah, bellow? yeah, bellows. Yeah, bellow. I mean, they're just sitting there stoking this fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. puffing you up. Hey, bro, it's... You ain't doing nothing. What about you? What about me? You know? Everybody's standing around stoking the fire, bitching about the fire. Yeah. Man, it's hot in here. <laughs> exactly. Or they're bitching about the way you're stoking the fire. <laughs> right, exactly. You don't do it that way. Turn it vertically. Yeah. You know, I got a better idea. But the battle rages on and it's all around us. And we have to make a decision as men. Yep. Am I going to be engaged in what's going on? Or am I, am I going to be standing on the sidelines watching it happen? And then bitching about the outcome. Because that's what we like to do. Right. We don't want to get engaged. We don't want to get involved. But then we want to complain when it doesn't go our way. And it's not going to go your way if you're just sitting on the sidelines watching. And well, I, I hope people are picking it up as to how serious we're talking about this. Because it is so, like I said, diverse in every aspect of your life. That life is a battlefield. It's not a playground. They, damn right it is. They they try to make the all of your um, commercials and everything you hear presents it as a playground. We can all get along. We can all, you know, everybody, whatever's good for you is good for you. Don't worry about Everybody somebody. gets the same and everybody gets treated the same. We're all winners. We're all winners. Right. I mean, but it's not a playground. It is an absolute battlefield. And I like what you said earlier. It's within ourselves. And, you know... Are you going to make the right decisions? Are you going to fight? Or are you just going to sit by and watch it happen? And then, like you said, complain about the outcome? You well, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I think we can marinate in this area for a while because it's really important. I mean, what is preventing men today from fighting? Why have we, why have we lost our will to fight? Why have we become so passive? Why have we been willing to take a back seat when it comes to the things that really matter? And, and, and I, you know, one of the biggest words that comes out to me is selfishness. Yeah. We struggle with being selfish. We're being taught from a very early age. It is about you. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to get out of this? You know, it's, it's it, and one of the things that just drives me crazy, and it pisses me off is when you hear this, it's not my problem. It's not yeah. my problem. Well, let me tell you something, brother. It's going to be your problem. Exactly. You get that mentality about your kids. Well, you're my problem, not my problem. And then you look up and they're teenagers and they're doing whatever the hell they want or acting the way that they're acting. It's going to be your problem real quick. Yep. Yeah, we're so, uh, you know, we live in a PC society these days. So, you know, men are more concerned about being friends to their kids than they are being the father. You got to go along and get along, Fritzy. Oh, yeah, man. how long to get along? Oh, no, you don't want to hurt that kid's spirit. Oh, yeah, you don't want to put them in depression and anxiety. Now, that's one thing I've always told my kids is, look, I'm your parent first, 
your friend last. Said so you you need a parent, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, I told my kids, you want to be my friend, get your shit together, move out, get your life going, and we'll be the best of friends. That's that's exactly yeah, exactly. Go, you live in this house, I'm your dad, yeah. and that ain't changing until the day that you walk. And I, well, it's never going to change, but that dynamic of our relationship is not changing until you are responsible 100% for yourself. You're self-reliant. You're able to take care of yourself. You get your shit together. You're doing the, making right decisions, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Guess what? We can be the best of friends in the world. But you're living in my house and I'm responsible for you. Uh, I'm your father. That's it. it to and, and that's a battle in itself, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And to touch back on the selfishness, this kind of ties into last week's too, is that if you're be if you are selfish and all of your actions are selfish, you're not a man. You haven't you haven't made it through those crossroads yet. So you have to realize that the battle that's within you is affecting more than just you. If you're married, it's affecting your wife. If you have a girlfriend, it's affecting your girlfriend. If you have kids, it's affecting your kids. We got too many guys on a battlefield laying down playing dead. Yeah. That's what we got. Yep. You know, we got guys with scars on their asses from sitting on their swords. That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. And that's another aspect of it, of, of why people have lost the will to fight is they're lazy. They're tired of fighting. Well, I've just, I've done it. I've done it for five years. I'm not well, doing not it anymore. not even tired of fighting. It's like just ain't never fought at all. They're not engaged. Yeah. Yet too. You know, and then the bottom line is, is you don't know how to fight because you never fought before. Yeah. You go out there and pick a fight with somebody you never had a fight before. You, you, chances are you're getting your ass kicked. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Real good chance. <laughs> and that, that's what happens. Well, and then the selfishness kicks in and says, oh, I never should have had to do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, and the other one that, you know, the guys like to marinate is fear. You're scared. Oh, yeah. And it paralyzes you. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I don't want to have that conversation. Oh, man. I don't know. Am I, my kid's going to be mad at me. Is my wife going to be disappointed? Or, uh, are people going to laugh at me? I mean, really? You're a grown man and you're worried about what other people think? Yeah. Let me let you guys in on a little secret and all our listeners out there. Everybody just come real close to the microphone so you can hear this. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. That's the reality of it. Or true. Yeah. You over there worried about what everybody else is saying and thinking and all they care about is what's going on with them. And you're paralyzed and you're fearful and you're scared to make a decision. You don't want to get engaged. You don't want to deal with it because you're so afraid that Joe Snuffy next door is going to be talking about what's going on with you. Guess what? Joe Snuffy doesn't care. Yep. He don't care. You know what he cares about? What's going on in his house. Exactly. You know, it's like, the, like you get these dudes that want to go out and brag about, I just got this new car. I bought this. I bought that. And it's like, dude, I don't care what kind of car. I mean, yeah, I'm happy for you, bro, but I'm worried about the car I'm driving. Making sure it gets to work. You know, what, what's taking me to and from the work? You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the car that I'm using to transport my family. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, it's a nice car. You spent a lot of money on it, but you're not impressing me with that shit. I really don't care. Yeah. And we got these guys that are so paralyzed and so with fear because they're so worried about what people think. And nobody really cares. You know who cares? The people that you aren't taking care of because you're trying to press other people that don't care anyway. Exactly. It's pathetic. Well, you know, you and I grew up in an age where we didn't have the social media pressures. Do you think the, so, the social media pressure has a lot to do with that? 
you know? Well, it's easier to fight over a phone than it is face-to-face, isn't it? Well, yeah. We've got a lot of keyboard warriors out there. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to take a picture that lasts, that takes two seconds and try to paint a picture of perfection that's not real. Add a few filters on it, a couple of backgrounds. Everybody thinks you got the life. I'm just living my best life, you know? Meanwhile, your, your life is going to shit and nobody, nobody, and again, nobody really cares. Yeah, but you got some likes. Yeah. And they care about how many likes they're getting. They don't care about how many likes you got. When's the last time you went on Facebook or you went on Instagram or whatever and said, gee, I wonder how many likes Fritz has got today? <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> or, or, you, or you're that dude. You're that dude that's mad because Fritzy got more likes than I did on his picture. And I think I look better than he does. And why don't people like me? Yeah. That is not a man. That is a boy. Bingo. Yeah. And I brought that up because I think uh, with the technical age and, and the age that we live in with all this, with all the social media, I think it drives a lot of it. And I think uh, there's a lot of boys with beards out there that are being raised by the social media and not their parents. Yeah, you're right. And I agree with you 100%. And you can see it. In a, it's indicative of what you see in their culture and the way that they think and the way that they act. And oh, yeah. They're not engaged in the battle because they've been taught there is no battle. Exactly. 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 And a lot of that, a lot of that turns into, I'm watching a lot, you know, as I watch my kids grow up, I don't see that drive or passion in a lot of what they do, if anything that they do. So it's like, they don't even want to fight for success or fight to be better at math or fight to be a better dancer or a better ball player. Well, they're being or, taught that that's wrong. Right. Exactly. Well, that's the thing too. And then you've got the, everybody gets a trophy thing too. So it's like, well, I'm just here well, for the trophy. you don't want Johnny to feel bad. There's no loyalty. To, right. You don't want little Johnny to feel bad because you're better at basketball than he is. I mean, little Johnny tries real hard. I mean, he practices just like you do. And little Johnny gets the same trophy and little Johnny goes to the pizza party. So mm-hmm. tells your kids, why the hell do I got to work hard? Yep. Why do I got to put myself out there? Why do I got to push, you know, further, go beyond myself when little Johnny's getting the same thing I'm getting? He ain't doing shit. Yeah. And that's a battle within itself of raising your kids. You're trying to instill this passion. You're trying to instill some drive into them, but they think the same thing. Well, if, if they're if they're not thinking, well, he's going to get it, so I'm not going to try any harder. They're thinking, hell, I'm going to get it anyway, so I try harder. Well, the other part of it is, is where is the father that steps in and says? I don't give a damn what little Johnny's doing. That's not how we do it in our house. That's it. We fight for every inch. We scratch and we claw to be, to do what we need to do to be successful. We treat people right. We walk things out with morality and respect. We work hard. We're contributors and not takers of society. And we're not going to lay down, get pushed down and get shoved down by nobody. We're going to step up. We're going to get up. We're going to man up. And if you don't like it, tough shit. And, and there's not enough dudes that'll stand in the face of their children and tell them your your last name means something. Yep. It has value. Yep. You know, when you walk out of this house, you represent your mother, you represent your father, you represent your God, you represent everything and everybody that's poured into you your entire life. And you better walk with some integrity, morality, pride, and, and, and have some self-esteem. Oh, yeah. But the problem is these kids go to school and then they get told, you know, don't do that. That's not right. You're too aggressive. That's false bravado. That's false masculinity. And then the fathers pull back 
and they refuse to fight and stand firm in their, in their homes. And they allow the world and teachers and everything else around us in society and social media and all the things we're talking about to raise their children. Yep. Can't do it. And you can't do it. You can't do it. But you touched on it too. Uh, God, there's a spiritual battle going on too. Dang right there is. All the time. You bet. And for you guys out there that are believers, you'll understand that. There, there truly is a spiritual battle within you all the time, constantly. Well, constantly. you don't even have to be a believer to understand that because if, if, you, if you're honest with yourself, when you think about the internal battle that goes on inside of you, it is a, it is a battle of the soul. It's the battle of the spirit. It's the battle of the will that lives within you. And whether you believe in God or spirituality, whatever, you know that there's something that's innate inside you that's raging because you're constantly battling with that within yourself. You know, we use the terms like morality, right? Spirituality, things like that. But at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. That's the crux of it all. Yep. There's something internal there that you're you're feeling that you know that's, that's there. It's tangible. It's real. Exactly. So for all of y'all out there that don't think there's a battle going on, open your eyes a little bit. Open your ears. Listen to what's happening around you. Listen to what's happening within you. Just pay attention and you'll realize that you're a watcher on the sideline of all these battles that are going on. If you, I'll give you an example. And, and that this is just a, you know, just so people can get a, like a, a like a picture in their mind of what this kind of looks like to some degree. You know, my kids, you know, they, they were in school, like all kids, you know, they come home and, you know, they have a class or something and they didn't like the teacher or whatever it is. And the grades would suffer. And, and my my daughter more so than my son. And it was always, well, I don't like this teacher and this teacher, this and this teacher, that. And as a father, I've got to make a decision in that moment. Am I going to jump on the wagon of poor me, poor pitiful me. I'm being picked on. I, 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 the teacher doesn't like me or this teacher's mean or whatever. Or do I have to pull up my big boy pants and go in there and look at my daughter and say, I don't want to hear it. We're not going to make excuses. We're not going to point fingers. You have a job to do. You go to school to learn. The teacher tells you what you're supposed to do. You do it. You turn in your assignments. I don't care if you like your teacher or not. That doesn't excuse you from not turning your, your assignments in. It doesn't excuse you from not turning them in on time. You're not going to come home and, and, and sit here and be victimized and be a victim in this house. We're not victims in this house. We're, we are not going to walk in that spirit. That's right. And the problem is, is instead of a man standing up to his child and saying, we're not doing that, he'll be like, well, well, I'm going to go to that school and I'm going to get all with that teacher because she shouldn't be doing this or he shouldn't be doing that. Now, listen, there are some things that happen with schools and teachers that are that shouldn't happen. And that's when you got to step in the gap and do what you got to do. But, you know, I don't like my teacher uh, because she's like this or he's like that. I really don't care. There's sometimes, you know, I've had bosses I don't like. I've had coworkers that I don't like. You can't stop doing the job because you know what? The world doesn't give a shit. Yep. I go into my boss's office tomorrow and go, well, you know, I would really like to work harder, but I don't like Joe Snuffy, so uh, I'm not going to do it. Really? So I don't like you as a teacher. I'm not going to do my homework. I don't like you as a teacher. I'm not going to do my schoolwork. I don't like you as a teacher. I'm not going to take notes. I mean, what? Who, who's being, who's being, uh, who's losing out in that situation? Teacher's not. The child's losing. Exactly. The kid's losing. That's where you got to take that battle and you got to turn that into fuel. 
Right. And you got to step in the gap as a man and tell your children it's not acceptable. Exactly. Where do they learn the liberty of of the fact that they can make those decisions? And too many men don't want to deal with it. Yeah. They don't want to deal with it because they're lazy. They're selfish. And they're afraid of what kind of response they're going to get. Right. And, you know, I'll tell you straight up. I've looked at both my kids at different times and they've whined and cried and complained. And I'd look at them straight now and say, tough shit. I don't want to hear it. Yep. I don't want to hear it. I get up to work. I get up and go to work every day to provide for this family. I deal with people I don't like or want to have to deal with. I do it anyway. Why? Because it's my responsibility. Your job is school. That's yep. your job. That's yep. your responsibility. Well, they're out of school now, but I mean, at that point in time, my point though is, is that we have to, we have to engage in that battle. It's real easy to pull back and say, oh, I don't want to deal with it. Or, you know, this is talk to your mom or, you know, go, you know, you, why can't you talk to your friends about this or whatever? can't you've got to when when those situations arise and that's just an example of something you've got to step up as a man and you've got to be willing to fight and too many men don't want to fight they don't want to deal with it it's not worth it to them you know i mean uh, there are times where you've got to step in as a as a as a, as a husband and you got to have conversations that are uncomfortable with your wife because maybe she's making decisions that aren't the best for the family or vice versa She's having conversations with you because you're not making the best decisions for the family. And you know what? You've got to be willing to address those things. You've got to be willing to fight for those things because at the end of the day, you got people dependent on you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we've all heard you got to choose your battles, right? Everybody's heard that before. Oh, yeah. You got to choose your battles. Now, in my eyes, what that means to me is you can't fight other people's battles for them. You can help equip them with the tools that they need to fight those battles. But if they're not willing to fight those battles for themselves, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to improve their situation. Well Well said, Ray. Well, not only that, I mean, sometimes the battle chooses you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You ain't, you you don't, you know, you don't pick pick the battles, choose choose the battle. Sometimes the battle picks and chooses you. You've got to, you got to make a tough decision. You know, um, but you make a valid point, Ray, because you got to decide what's worth fighting for. Right. Some things are just not worth fighting for. I mean, because if, if you're going to ultimately lose in the end, you know, it's like. As I as I get older, you know, I, my kids are getting older. My son's 21. My daughter's soon to be 19. You know, you've got to learn as a parent. You know, and I'm just talking from a parent's perspective. There's some battles you just got to choose not to fight. They got to learn certain situations on their own. They've got to, they've got to experience heartache or disappointment or, you know, uh, things that come along with the decisions and the choices that they make, the repercussions that come with that. And, you know, you can't fight all their battles for them. I think that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You've, you've equipped them with all the tools that they need. You've showed them how it's handled. Now they have to take that step and use those tools and that wisdom that you've given them. Because if you keep doing it for them, they're never going to learn. They're going to learn that dad's got it. Mom's yep. got it. You've yep. got to learn how to come alongside them. Yeah. And that's very difficult sometimes as a parent. But yeah, because you want to rescue spouse. them. Yeah, same thing with your spouse. I mean, you want to rescue them. Same thing with your girlfriend. You know, you guys want to just step in and, you know, be wise about and have discernment in the battles in which you face. Because... Some battles are not meant for you to fight. Right. True. 
You know, there, there are battles that are meant for my son to fight, my daughter to fight, my wife to fight, my friends to fight. Now, even in the midst of that, though, I understand that my role in that is, is to come alongside them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they become weakened or, or beat up or battered in the midst of that battle, they need to be lifted up. Yep, exactly. And they need to know that somebody's there to get their back. Exactly. You know, it's like your little brother. You know, I have my brother. I'll give a shout out to Bobby. He's been on the show in a while. What's up, Bob? What's up, Bob? Yeah. Lay off them brine turkeys. But, you know, <laughs> you got a little brother. Sometimes you got to let him fight the fight. You got to let yeah. him fight. You know, yep. your big brother can't go in there and fight all the battles for him. He's got experience. Sometimes that means a little brother might get his ass kicked. Yep. Guess what? He's got to learn from that. Yeah. And if you keep coming to his rescue every time he runs his mouth, he ain't learning to do nothing but run his mouth, right? Oh, yeah. And in life, sometimes life's going to kick your ass, but you've got to get back up. Well, you know, the other thing that we talked about, and I think this line is so, so powerful. You know, you know, we can't be watches on the sideline. We must be warriors on the front line. Yeah. Said a mouthful there. You know, there's all these catchphrases and words in our culture and our society today about being a king or being a, you know, the king of your castle, the ruler, the boss, whatever you want to call it. I think what the world needs now more than anything is just some good warriors on the front line. Oh, yeah. Some guys that are willing to get in the midst and get into the nitty gritty and the down and dirty in the trenches, so to speak, that are willing to do the dirty work. You know, that are willing to put their asses on the line, uh, even if it even if it doesn't turn out well for them. You know, as men, we have to realize that sometimes even though we win the war, we lose the battle. There are times that, you know, I'm going to battle with my children. And even though I've done it for their better good, I'm still going to lose the war because they're not going to be happy with me. Saying, and it, it may damage the relationship. But you have to make a decision as a father what's more important. And I always told my kids, I always said, you know what? I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy all day long. If it's going to make you a better man or a better woman, if it's going to help you in life be successful, if you want to bag on me, be mad at me or be hateful towards me, I'll take it. I'll take it because I know at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you're going to be self-sufficient. You're going to be self-reliant and you can take care of yourself. There are times too that then you're going to be out there and you're going to have a conversation with the wife or the girlfriend and and it's going to be for the betterment of the relationship or for the family. And, and she's not going to be happy with that. Guess what? You know, we're not here to make people happy all the time. You know, sometimes people go kicking and screaming. And, and it takes, you know, time for them to be able to look back and go, you know what? We're right in that situation. I was wrong and I didn't handle it the way I should have. And I know you did it because you love me and it's did it for the best interest of our family. It's the same thing with our bros, right? Right. I mean, there are guys, right? Fritzy, you know, there, there are relationships you have out there and, you know, you, you don't want to deal with confrontation. And we joke around about being Switzerland and, you know, you got a buddy that you really need to confront and have a conversation with. And you're not willing to do that because you don't want to deal with it. Well, guess what? You're not helping yourself. You're not helping that person. You're not helping your relationship. And you know what? You may lose a friend out of that deal, but you know what? At least you were honest. At least you were real. And that's what men respect. Respect people that are honest and real with them. We are in the midst of a battle. This battle rages on 24-7. And it is true. This is not a playground. This is a battlefield. 
We're not here to be cutesy. Men ain't made to be cute. You know, we were put in a position and given the opportunity to be fathers and husbands, to lead our homes and to lead our families, to, to be leaders in the workplace, to be leaders in school, wherever you're at. You know, we don't need a bunch of cute men. We don't need a lot of boys running around trying to act like girls. And I know that that may offend somebody. You know what? I'm sorry. If that offends you, this is probably the wrong podcast for you. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, this is about men. There are no lines that are blurred here. We've already established in the last episode, there's a boy, there's a man, and we like to use the word guy to fill in the gaps. There ain't no guys here. We're looking for men. We're in the midst of a battle. Get up off your swords. Quit making damn excuses. And do what you've been called to do. Because when you do that, my friends... That's what a rebel needs to write.